Buying a house can feel like you're going 200 miles per hour in bumper-to-bumper traffic with a dirty windshield and the sun in your eyes. Ruoff Mortgage has the technology, expert staff, and resources to simplify the process while speeding up the time it takes to get clear to close. So while getting a loan can seem intimidating, Ruoff Mortgage will have you opening the door to your new home fast and stress-free. Visit Ruoff.com to learn more. That's Ruoff.com. This NASCAR season, every member of the Toyota Racing Team is doing their part to take the trophy home. Like 6th grader Melissa Kowalski, who changes true to true X on every true-false quiz she takes. All my teachers are Martin Truex Jr. fans now. Keep up the great work, Melissa. To accomplish greater things this year, everyone plays a part. Be part of the action at toyota.com slash racing. Toyota, let's go places. NASCAR is a registered trademark of National Association for Stock Car Auto Racing, Inc. Donald's. I'm loving it. Ladies and gentlemen, let's go racing here at Knoxville. Only the best go three up. It is showtime at Williams Grove Speedway. Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, here at Eldora Speedway, it's showtime. You got a horror Often imitated, never duplicated, the greatest show on dirt, the to sit back, relax, and enjoy, because ladies and gentlemen, it's showtime! Set to do battle for 30 laps, the green flag is waving! Well again, it's Wing Nation presented by Hercules Tires, ride on our strength, talking sprint car racing, our favorite time of the week, we are so glad that you have joined us, Aaron Evernham and Steve Post, social distancing our way through the month of April, Aaron, how are you? Oh, just great. Just living the quarantine life. How about you? I'm I'm the same. Doing well. Um, it's really really neat. I actually uh, actually have moved to my uh, to my little office here uh, because last week when we did our 410 show, I'm sitting there right in the middle of it, and I don't think I made the cut. Um, but one of the neighbor kids, we've really we've really in our family, we've really shrunk down the the, the group, you know. And, and, and each of my daughters has a pair of friends that they kind of all pal around with. And so I'm sitting there in my living room doing the show. I see Kylie, this girl, walking up the street. Kylie is just full of life, fun, loving, and bubbly. I see her walking up the, up the driveway, and I'm like, oh, boy, oh, boy, oh, boy. And she comes into the living room, steve And fortunately, didn't make the cut, so... Uh, so we're doing that. How's uh, how's quarantine life with uh, with 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 Ray and Kate and and everyone at the Everhams? Uh, well, it's a lot. I mean, anyone who knows Ray's personality, there's a checklist in the morning of what we need to get done in the house. We got a schedule, an itinerary. No, actually, he's he's been pretty pretty relaxed. It's been fun. We have gotten a lot done around the house. We have to coordinate when we have conference calls. It's like, all right, you play with Kate here, and I'll take Kate here. But no, we've actually enjoyed a lot of family time. But I did tell him not to get used to all this cooking. This is way too domestic for me. I mean, we're eating good, but I, he better not get used to it. <laughs> That's funny. It is so funny too. You're right with the uh, 
when uh, with all the Zoom calls and everything, and we have we have I mean we have these recordings, but then we have conference calls and things with MRN. Yeah. And one of my daughters is in college, so she's got online classes. The other's going to a training school; she has online classes. And so we're we're like that. I think we need the calendar on the refrigerator of all of the uh, when because one one of the challenges we have. See, and I and I've shared this with people. We'll get to talk at sprint car racing. Hang in there with us, folks. But Aaron and I, we don't we don't get to chit chat anymore before the show. Um, one of the things that I, and I've shared, I mean, I'm one of those people that's unplugged. And so I don't even have like high speed internet at the house, which most of the time is fantastic until you get quarantined and everyone's doing online learning and online shows and online meetings. And so we are, uh, we need one of those calendars on our, uh, on a refrigerator, but, uh, it's all good. It's all good. The family time has been great. That's for sure. It has. It has. Absolutely. Hey, let's get to it. Our classic screen printing and embroidery, hot topics. And the hot topic most recently was how about Kevin Swindell winning at all of all places at Knoxville last week? Aaron, that's just a good story. Sim racing or not, that's just a good story. It's a great story. You know, we had Kevin on one of our pre-race shows a few weeks back and um, just the enthusiasm he had to, to be back behind the virtual wheel and to hear him talk about um, his wife and how his parents have reacted. It's just really neat to see him get that accolade. And like you said, to win at Knoxville of all places where he was injured, uh, was such a good feel good story. Really, really was Fox sports. I think they did a wonderful job with it. The excitement uh, on the, and, and we're going to show you this in a little bit when we get to our dry Dean clip, um, you know, the burnout and Clint Boyer. And, 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 and I think that's the beauty of it. When you get a guy like Jeff Gordon, uh, he knows the story. He knows what that meant. He knows what I mean. I think, I think Fox did a really nice job presenting it and what a great story. So uh, Kevin Swindell's our hot topic. That is for sure. But really, iRacing, Aaron, has really taken off. Uh, tonight, is your, if you're watching this on Tuesday, tonight, the World of Outlaws are running Lernerville, okay? Um, USCS and the Carolina Sprint Tour, they ran Lernerville on Sunday night, okay? Pete Walton had a big crowd. You know Pete Walton would have loved that crowd. Oh, my God. You know Pete is? Pete will sit there and count, count heads. Oh, my gosh, Pete Walton would have made a fortune there at Lernerville. But uh, ASCS Tour, we're going to talk to Brian Holbert just a little bit. Uh, they're actually doing a, a Williams Grove race yeah. on, um, on a, uh, this week. So that's going to be big, adding the Grove to the mix. And um, so really, really neat. Uh, great, great stuff. Um, last week was all about Knoxville. This week, it seems like Lernerville and Williams Grove are moving to Pennsylvania with our, with our racing. So, uh, you know, it is what it is. It's, it's sim racing. We get what we get, right? We get, we get, but you know, we're lucky. There aren't many other sports that are, that have anything like this. So it, it's not the real thing, but some of the racing has been legit. Some of the racing at Knoxville, I was impressed. I mean, I've gone on the sim a little bit. At, we have one at our shop and I'm lucky to keep it off the wall after three laps. Those guys were running three and four wide for multiple laps. I mean, it's actually very impressive what they're doing. Yeah, I think it was really bad. The one night they had to call security to the pits. I thought that was kind of weird and a little awkward, quite honestly. But uh, it is. It's really I, – I want to I say this. I was at a conference call, and this was a, an MRN conference call, and motorsports in general has done uh, – you know, we all understand this lockdown we're in, but motorsports in general has done a really good job. Motorsports and music seem to be leading the way as far as entertainment goes. And, and kudos for iRacing, kudos to NASCAR, kudos yeah. to the World of Outlaws, and now ASCS. I think it's the best we have. And we really are presenting our sport, various forms of it, to a lot of people that haven't watched racing in years and years. 
I agree. And I love that there's drivers that are swapping in different series. You got Juan Pablo Montoya running a late model. You have Dale Jr. driving an Indy car. Yeah. I think the crossover is really neat. And that's something I hope continues even after this whole virus is gone. I do too. I agree. There you have it. The Classic Inc. Screen printing and embroidery. Hot topics here. Classic Inc. Offering custom service driver apparels and crew wear options. Full service embroidery department specializing in headwear and outwear. They have an experienced design team and a dedicated sales department. Aaron, they've got it all at Classic Inc. They do. And it's not just for racing. Your local business, school district, sports team, you name it. They'll do anything, any apparel for anybody. Some drivers that use their stuff, Sheldon Honshield, Donnie Schatz, Danny Dietrich, David Stremme, and Lethal Chassis, Tony Stewart, Brian Brown, and the list goes on. For more information, go to www.classicinkusa.com. We talked about Kevin Swindell winning in Knoxville. Let's take a look at it. It is a look back. It was iRacing. Last week at the famed Marion County Fairgrounds, it was on FS1, Jeff Gordon, Adam Alexander, Clint Boyer with the call with Johnny Gibson bringing up to the finish line. It's our Dry Dean Diesel All-Deftifying Move of the Week. And now for the Dry Dean Deftifying Move of the Week, where one driver simply amazes us with their on-track moves. Kevin Swindell, three and four for the final time. The Bulldog wins at Knoxville. He picks up the iRacing Invitational on Fox Sports 1. Any of these virtual races that somebody from the Bulldog picked, picked somebody the winner. <laughs> Look at that. There's a celebration. I love it. I told you he was going to hand. Oh, in the fence. It doesn't matter. Race is over. Checks in the mail. <laughs> hey, at least you shave for the celebration, Clint. <laughs> oh, that's a Rico Abrams celebration right there. <laughs> Folks, I don't know what this is. Hey, <laughs> only in iRacing. Burn it down, baby. That's awesome. What a great race. And great what a great track. story. How smooth was Kevin? That deaf-defying move was brought to you by Dry Dean Diesel All Deaf, the official deaf of the world of outlaws and wheelmen everywhere. Visit drydean.com for more information. Welcome back. It is Wing Nation presented by Hercules Tires right on our strength. Let's go to the hotline joining us, or the Zoom line, if you will. Joining us is uh, T-Mac, Terry McConnell. Hey, man, how are you? Very good. How are you guys doing? We are doing well. Um, quarantine, what's, how, how, how are you surviving all of this, Terry? Uh, well, I tell everybody when this is over, I'm going to have to get a combo self-help group with Weight Watchers and Alcoholics Anonymous to try to recover from this deal. <laughs> hey, on a serious note, you're a car owner. I was serious. And, <laughs> okay. On a, another serious note, you're a team owner, a promoter, but for, you, you've owned your own team for a lot of years and pieced it together. How difficult is this time for you? You're not at the race. You're not bringing in money. How, how are you guys getting by? Well, you know, a lot of people will say, well, you're not spending any money, but yeah, you know, as a team owner, you know, someone owns it like we do, not not heavily sponsored, but you know, it's you've got to be turning money like any business. Some weeks are good, some weeks are bad, but at least you're turning money, money's coming in, money's going out, whatever. It's it's really difficult. Um, 
you know, and I've actually had uh, a new sponsor that joined us this year called me the other day and kind of panicked in that, are we going to race this year? I said, yeah, we're going to race this year. And they're like, well, what if we don't, what are we going to do with our sponsorship? And I said, well, you know, we can move it to next year or give you your money back, whatever. So you got things like that are happening. I'm sure for a lot of teams and a lot of racetracks that maybe they have sponsors lined up for weekly events that are asking for their money back or, you know, you know, they got to do something for next year. So it's, uh, it's creating a lot of turmoil for everybody, obviously, but uh, for a team like ours, it's difficult. Just, you know, we need to be turning some kind of money and there's nothing coming in, even though there's nothing going out hardly. Terry, is this comparable to anything you've seen in your, in, in your career? No, this isn't anything any of us, the sound is anything our grandmas and grandpas have ever seen. This is pretty amazing stuff. And, uh, you know, we're all in the same boat, so you can't uh, complain about it too much. It's not like someone's being singled out and treated differently. We're all in the same exact boat, and uh, I think we can all relate, especially, uh, you know, I say this all the time. I've never done drugs. I'm a drug addict to racing. I love all kinds of racing. And my dad would laugh at me for getting so excited and angry and happy and nervous watching I racing with my son's racing. But uh, at least we have something like that. It's something to keep us racing. But we're all addicted to racing. I love all sorts of racing, especially spirit car racing. So uh, it's, it's just pretty, you know, it's driving us crazy not be able to go to a race, see a race. And, uh, and that's kind of what we're up to today. We're, we're actually on our way to a racetrack, um, not in the state of Iowa. I'm not going to say where right now, but um, – if we can make this happen, we're trying to put on a 410 sprint car race on April 25th at IMCA Modifieds. And uh, it's in a state that will allow it. Obviously, won't do anything that isn't legal. And we'll obviously practice the social distancing, all the rules that are mandated by that governor and their county commissioners. But uh, uh, we're pretty close to maybe making something happen if it's possible. And uh, uh, we'll let you know as soon as possible. Terry, how did this idea come about? I mean, obviously, you and Lori probably have enough time to sit around and come up with some new business ideas. But is, is this something you just schemed up and here you are on the road to try to make it happen? Well, again, we're all, you know, jonesing for another race of any sort. You know, like I said, we're excited about iRacing now. But um, I had a track operator called me that said he felt that his state and he had checked with his county and that we met all the guidelines. And, uh, you know, obviously we won't be able to allow many people in the stands, that kind of thing. And, and we're going to have to try to rely on pay-per-view a bit. And uh, I just, you know, it's not about making money. I just want to race. And right now I think a lot of us are willing to pay a lot of money just to go practice and Knoxville won't allow it, can't allow it. So um, to me, it's just a place for us to go race and get out there and do something for our sponsors and make sure our engines are running and get back in the game because I think this is going to clear up, obviously, at some point. And, uh, and uh, hopefully we can do something. You know, I'm just a, a fanatic for it, so the guy called me knowing that I'm probably crazy enough to try to make this so the, the so and, and I don't I don't need to get into the numbers. It's none of my business. The numbers, but you believe that the the, the format with a with a strong pay per view could could actually work out and and and, and be a break even proposition. Yeah, it'd be. Uh, we've already got some people pitched in a little bit of money. You know, we're looking for sponsorship for it, obviously too. But uh, it'll be five thousand to win. It's obviously not going to pay back like a, an awesome World of Outlaw show. It's not going to pay as good as that. But again, it'll be fair and you know no crazy pit pass how many people we can actually put in the grandstands legally it won't be a ton but uh i think the uh i think the folks i i'd pay to watch it you know and and uh mm -hmm. i think there's a lot of people out there not just in the united states around the world the australian folks are locked up like we are and they're all, all waiting to see a race and loving to see there's a lot of great sprint car fans over there so i think pay-per-view could be could, could be good enough to to cover the purse and then if we make a few bucks on pit passes so be it so you know i don't think it's going to be a big huge money maker but 
again, I'm, I'm willing to take the risk uh, to try to make this thing happen so we can get some laps in and see some sprint car racing. Have you talked to many teams? Have, is there a lot of interest? I mean, I would think it would be a little bit of a risky situation. I saw when Lincoln and, and Williams Grove were going to run that third or second week in March, they got a lot of backlash from it. Is there a lot of interest from teams? Um, I haven't put the word out much till now. And I've, I've, I've put a feelers out to a few teams and there's very, very interested. And I think we'd get a lot of great guys and a lot of great teams coming. And uh, I know, you know, again, I'm, I'm going to limit it to 32 cars in the modifies and 32 cars in the sprint cars, whether we can get that or not, I don't know. But uh, um, you know, if we got a nice fair three or four heats of sprint cars and modifies, I think it'd be a great show. And, and we could run it off quicker and, and hopefully get it put on a great show for the fans and do it in a few hours. And, uh, but you know me, I'm not afraid of a little controversy and I'm sure I'll catch a lot of backlash from folks, but then again, it's, it's what I say to anybody right now, you know, my mother's 77 years old and anyone in the elderly or that maybe has some respiratory problems, obviously don't come watch it on pay-per-view. That's the beauty of today's technology is pay-per-view is so amazing. And we get a great show. You can sit in your, sit in your living room safely, or if you do decide to come, you know, maybe you wear a mask, maybe you wear gloves, take care of yourself at that point too. And we will have the normal social distancing. You can go to Hy-Vee right now and Walmart in Altoona and be around hundreds and hundreds of people that don't have masks on. And, you know, you try to stay six foot away and do your best. So at some point, I think we're all going to have to try to take care of ourselves, take care of our elderly, take care of our people that, that uh, are having problems. And, and in the instance of this, if we were able to get this race going, you know, stay at home, watch it on pay-per-view and enjoy it. Mm, man. A lot of good wisdom there. It really is a lot of good words and fingers crossed, man. I hope that, uh, I hope that this is something that happens and, and, and we can't wait to see uh, how this unfolds, how it goes. Terry, you've talked about the technology and you kind of mentioned the iRacing, uh, especially Austin has been a rock star in this stuff. Um, it's the best we have, but uh, this thing has really taken off pretty well. Well, I, you know, people ask me when I'm going to do it. I'm never going to do it. I grew up in the old Sprint 8, Sprint 2 days back in the 70s and 80s. I actually have a Sprint 2 machine in my basement. And I know Katie's, Katie's had one when I lived out there too. But uh, technology's gotten so amazing. It's obviously not 100% realistic, but it's pretty realistic. And Austin tells me when you change the setups, you know, it's not the same setup you'd run the Sprint car. But, you know, when you change the setups, you feel it and the things that happen. I, I tell them as soon as they can make it painful when you flip, that's when it's going to be good. But uh, – Right now, uh, it's it's great. Like I said, my father is old school. He's, he's, he's not around anymore, but he would laugh at this and scoff at it. But Lori and I find ourselves, you know, getting nervous and excited and angry and all of the above. And you see some of the replications from some ramifications of things that have happened. But we're all racers. I don't care what you do. If you're a racer like all of us, Aaron can attest to this. I guarantee it. Everything I do almost in life is a race and I want to win. We're competitive people, whether it's I racing or real racing or you know I just cut in front of some people at the line at McDonald's I was pretty happy with myself I got them in lap traffic so competitive people are always going to be competitive in everything they do almost in life and and it's going to show even on I racing and I think it's a blast I think it's awesome for what's going on and you see all Knoxville's doing some shows on Thursdays now and the outlaws are doing shows late models everyone's doing it and I, you know I, you know Carson just finally got a a setup so i'm excited about it. i think it's great for what we're all dealing with and uh hopefully i think you know Lori mentioned this maybe the outlaws start doing it or different organizations as soon as the season's over we have a winter series of i racing every year maybe there's a point fund there's a little bit of money some sponsorship so keep guys hands in racing and keep the fans interested and maybe make a little bit of money too absolutely and how great is it that fs1 has been giving the world of outlaws and sprint car racing prime time in the middle of the week i mean who would have thought it took would take a quarantine to get <laughs> it's the world of outlaws on prime time 
yeah, you know, I think it, it, it's all good. If anything, there's going to be some people see it and, and learn, you know, it's great for Austin being involved and, you know, Clint Boyer picked him the first week that he knows Clint Boyer knows who he is. And I think they had 106,000 people watch it last time. So, you know, the ratings are getting better and better and uh, it's, it's nothing but good. I think for our sport to, to see a sprint car race on that and say, man, I need to go watch that in person because I tell people all the time, I've been around this my whole life. My dad was a race car driver and I've seen the main sprint car races, but I don't get to go up in like the suites very often and watch them very often. And when I do, I think these guys are crazy. This is awesome. Sprint car racing is awesome. I love all racing, but again, I'm biased, but sprint car racing is crazy. And if you see it in person, I think if you love racing at all, you can't not fall in love with sprint car racing. Boy, here, here, more wisdom. That is for sure. Um, I'm kind of glad we caught up with you. Lori hasn't killed you. The, 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 the home life has got to be just totally, oh, there she is right there. There's Lori. She hasn't killed you yet, Terry. No, no, we're working on it. I just try to keep enough alcohol in the house for her to be happy. <laughs> there Wait we go. A <laughs> yeah, and I'm with you on the alcohol anonymous and eaters anonymous. I'm telling you, this is going to be a mess when we get done. Yeah, say hi to Mike Roberts, too. Oh, Mike Roberts. All right. I love Mike Roberts. Good to see you. That's great. Good deal. Well, hey, Terry, we appreciate the time. Thanks so much for joining us. Uh, we can't wait to hear the news on, uh, on, on this event that you're working on. Appreciate the insight as a team owner, as a racing guy, as a dad, and all of the above. Always a pleasure to chat with you. Thanks for having me. There we go. Terry McCarl joining us here on the program. Always great, Aaron, to catch up with T-Mac and see what he's got going on in the world. It absolutely is. And I love that he's trying to put a race together. I mean, like he said, leave it to nobody else but to Terry to, to <laughs> try to get another race going. There we go. We need to step away. More Wing Nation. Brian Holbert from ASCS. You think we got challenges? Imagine trying to manage that schedule. Brian Holbert joins us next. Hey, Ashley, what are you up to? Oh, I just stopped by to grab some sage fruit apples. Now I just have to decide which ones. You can never go wrong with a Honeycrisp. They're light, crisp, and full of perfectly balanced flavor. Oh, hey. You could always go with one of their classics, the Gala or Fuji. They're both sweet and juicy. Grown in the heart of eastern Washington, Sage Fruit Company works hard on the farm and with their retail partners to provide high-quality apples and pears to consumers all year long. Well, I couldn't decide which ones. Thanks for the help, guys. I'll race you to check out. Power isn't born. It's built over time. For over 65 years, Hercules Tires has been providing the muscle to move more drivers. Whatever the vehicle, whatever the terrain, and we back it with a powerful protection plan. So wherever the road or the trail takes you, we have the selection, value, and strength to get you there. Hercules Tires, ride on our strength. Welcome back. It is Wing Nation presented by Hercules Tires right on our strength. In the month of April, you can count on Hercules Tires to have your back when times are tough, all while adding money to your pocket. The purchase of four qualifying Hercules Tires tires between April 1st and the end of the month, April 30th, could get you up to a $70 prepaid Visa gift card. Go to HerculesTires.com slash spring rebate. That's HerculesTires.com slash spring rebate to learn more. Aaron Everham and Steve Post here hanging out. As we work through quarantine 2020, we're trying to get a lot of different perspectives on this. And, and we've spent the last couple of weeks talking a lot about iRacing, and we'll continue to talk about iRacing, but there's so many moving parts and pieces in the world of sprint car racing. And when I think about 
an organization like the Lucas Oil ASCS National Tour and, and what's happening, what's not happening, it's like, well, let's figure out what's going on or let's let's see what the challenges are. Brian Albert, of course, is the announcer there, of course, works diligently behind the scenes with the tour, and he joins us here on Wing Nation. Hey, Brian, how are you? I'm doing all right, Post. How you doing? I'm doing good. Uh, first and foremost, love the sweatshirt. Really, really good. Uh, man, you're, you're, you're decked out better than we are today for the show. Hey, you know, and, and, and it's nice. I didn't even pay attention to which sweatshirt I put on until I actually got out the door and went, well, good, we got product placement. Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. Brian, um, I can't even imagine what you guys are going through. Can you can you describe a little bit about because because ASCS, the national tour, but all the regional tours, how many different states? Um, what what are you guys going through? It, it's interesting right now because you're you're talking about 10 separate tours in 22 different states that are represented ultimately between national and regional winged and non-winged it's it's been interesting because not every state has the same provisions you know some are at a stay at home some are on lockdown some are a little more lax but fortunately most of the states that we're operating in primarily are all kind of on the same page so that's really made it a lot easier for us but as a series 99% of all of our races are done by the individual track and the individual promoter. So as a series, we go by what they can do and what they're allowed to do. So we're, we're constantly trying to communicate with our directors, with the tracks, figure out what's going on and make sure that we're not doing a blanket cancellation or just throwing things out. We're going day by day and week by week on, on what our next move is to make sure that we don't cancel a race that, maybe we could have actually run, but we already canceled it because, you know, on that deal, you, you can't get the, the worms back in the can once you do that. Brian, do you have a, a tentative date that is still on the calendar you're, you're shooting for? Or like you said, it's kind of a moving target. And for those races that have already been, had to be canceled, have you fit them back into the schedule for the, you know, fall or later in the year? You know, optimistically, the month of May, but I mean, obviously with the way things are going and the way things are shaping up, it, it's really hard to, to say, yeah, man, May 1st, we get to go back at it. But for the races that we do have in May, again, we're, we're letting the tracks make that call. Um, I-30 Speedway, US-36 and Placerville, the three national races we've already lost, we're working to get them back in the schedule either before Knoxville or maybe a little after. It just depends on, on what we could do there. On the regional side, it's still kind of to be determined there based on what the tracks can do because obviously running the regional races, it's a lot less expensive than running the national shows. But again, it's just it's on a track-by-track -track basis. But the optimism, yeah, man, let's go back racing in May. But but the realist in me is going, God, I can't take much more of this, and it's probably going to be you know mid-May, maybe June. But yeah, like you said, a moving target is probably the best way way I've heard this described. I, I Brian Hulbert joining us here, the uh, the lead announcer, and uh, and and like I said, does so much work with the uh, Lucas Oil ASCS National Tour. Brian, I can't imagine where you're at also in the fact that you guys, and, and, and I thought when I looked at the way your calendar worked out, you go to Arizona and you have spectacular shows. You go to California and yeah, Placerville got rained out, but the other two shows are great. Man, you guys, it's tough to get momentum in this business. And man, you guys, you guys were swinging for the fences with momentum too. That's got to be frustrating as well. And, and you just said it perfectly. I mean, it's maddening to come out with, three races in a row with 51 car fields 
drivers from upwards of 15, almost 20 states, three countries, good fan attendance. Everything's well received. I mean, everybody's just hyped up. They're going. It, it looks like it's just going to be a banner year. And, you know, we get back from California, and the very next day that we're back, literally everything gets shut down. So, in a way, it's frustrating to start off with that kind of momentum, especially when we've got so many new drivers with the national tour, you know, guys like Dylan Westbrook, Chase Randall, Danny Sams, you know, and so to see the, the progress they're making and then to see the progress that, you know, drivers like Carney and Crockett and Harley White have made since they've been on the national tour. And of course, Harley leading the national tour, the first time a woman has ever led the Lucas Oil American Sprint Car Series. And the way it's going, she'll be the longest one. Hey, there's some positives. Hey, there, there, there's silver lining in everything. There sure is. Brian, how much communication do you have with the teams when you're not on the road with them? Is it something where you try to keep in constant con communication just so they're up to date on stuff? How difficult is that when you're not seeing them racetrack to racetrack? One thing that I've done is I've looked at different ways of trying to communicate, and not every driver wants to use email. Most of them want to use text messages just because it's right there. It's in their hand. Mm -hmm. So at first I was doing group text messages and I was having a lot of trouble with that. My wife, who's a school teacher, actually showed me an app that they use in the classrooms. And that's what I've started doing. And that I, I sometimes I'll utilize it every day. Sometimes I'll use it once a week with what's going on now. We've tried to just minimize it to when we really have something going on is when we'll reach out to them. Um, just to let them know, hey, here's what's happening. Here's what we need to do. Here's our next step. And of course, with the iRacing, um, I've probably sent three or four messages already through that. And now with having most of them on iRacing, we can communicate through that as well. Yeah, pretty, pretty neat. That's for sure. Speaking of iRacing, you kind of led me where I wanted to go. You guys are uh, involved with a big uh, race on Friday night, I believe it is at Williams Grove. Um, sounds like a lot of excitement and energy around this one. There really is. And, you know, in a way, we're kind of late to the party, but at the same time, we really wanted to see how it was going to progress and, and see what was available in the market in order to do a quality show and, and have, you know, a quality race. And the Outlaws have proven it can be done. USAC has proven it can be done. So, you know, we put it out there just kind of like, hey, would anybody be interested in this? And it absolutely blew up within hours of us putting it out. So, uh, we kept it to a 40-car field, but we're going to go ahead and up it to a 50-car invitational field because there is so much interest in it. And it's not its not so much the iRacing crowd. It's the legitimate racers who are on iRacing. So we're really trying to have a very real racer-heavy focused event with also having a few of the iRacers involved just to make things interesting because, I mean – you look at what's going on with some of the USAC broadcasts and the iRacing guys are the ones that dominate. Mm, it's very true. How do you go about promoting an iRacing event? I mean, I know that you're limited to tracks because there's only so many that iRacing, I, I believe, has within their software, however you describe it. But you pick Williams Grove. How does it work? How do you, how do you get that? We went with Williams Grove first because May, May 1st and 2nd is our 11 Oaks Farm Battle of the Groves. So we did that, one, because that is our next race, and two, in order to help promote that race in the real, we wanted to be able to use iRacing to do that, and we're also giving Eleven Oaks Farm a little bit more bang for their buck because we're, we're putting their name into it. That way, you know, if we don't end up getting to have that race, they're still getting 
what they're paying for with Williams Grove, and we're still helping out the people that have helped us even get that race. So that's part of it. And then as we go forward, I want to try to talk to the different tracks and make sure that they're okay with us using their name. And will they cross promote with us and make it into a big deal? And hopefully it can lead to actually with some of these tracks, getting our foot in the door to have an actual race. Ah, that's a, you know, I hadn't even thought about that, but that is uh, absolutely amazing what uh, taking this, taking this just brutal situation and, and, and maybe turning it into a positive and, and landing a track or two along the way. It, it, it is, it, it, there, there is opportunity out here possibly for that. There really is. And I mean, and ultimately dirt track racing, and, and I speak on the dirt track side primarily because if you look at NASCAR, IndyCar, Formula One, the NHRA, the, the, the top tier levels of racing, they've stepped out of more of the niche market and they are a lot more mainstream where we continue to be as far as the entertainment industry and in racing overall, we're still very much a niche market. So because of this, we've started to see more exposure into our side of the sport. And that's one thing that we're really kind of hoping on this is it will allow people who maybe can't make it to the track that's six hours away or, or can't afford to go to, to the Knoxville Nationals or even the Chili Bowl or the Kings Royal, a chance to see this and actually generate real life interest in our small portion of the market and hopefully grow the sport whenever we are able to go back racing. That's great stuff. When you talked about the response, when you put this out to your drivers and your teams that you were going to do this event, um, and, and then it looks like you put it out on social media, was there anyone that surprised you that, that put their name in there that they wanted to run? Not really. It was a lot of the people that have already done the iRacing side of it, and they've done some of the Outlaw, and they've done some of the USAC stuff, and a lot of them immediately put their hands up and said, oh, yeah, we're in. Um, and then a couple of the, the guys on our end that do race nationally went, oh, I, I guess I need to go get a, a steering wheel and pedals now. Because, you know, before, and, and like even me, admittedly, I'd never been on iRacing before this. E even with our relationship with the Chili Bowl, I never had time between the 10 series we have with ASCS Shootout Chili Bowl and doing the PR, video production, audio production for the different tracks and events. I never thought about getting on iRacing. Um, now, if this was back when I was a junior, senior in high school, it'd be 12 hours at a crack and never even think about it. But, you know, now it's that, it's that real life, having to support a family, wife, kids, actual job, bills, taxes. Uh, <laughs> the, the newest thing I have is a PS2, and I haven't used it in 10 years, and I drug, drug my old school Game Boy out the other day and made sure it still worked. <laughs> yeah, that's great. That's great. You mentioned you on game still works. <laughs> now see, now we're talking there. We might have a. We, I, I might challenge on that. That's uh, that's kind of that's kind of where I'm at with it. You know, the old uh, three games for that original Game Boy. I had Street Fighter Two, Donkey Kong, and Kirby's Dreamland. <laughs> <laughs> That's great. Oh, gosh, that is awesome. Brian, one thing we are getting to do, and I follow you, we're Facebook friends. Um, one of the things that's really strange about this, um, but it's another part of it since it's a blessing, is we're all, all of us that travel for a living are getting some more time with our family. And I know you've got a young one there at the house. The, there has been a silver lining to all of this and that uh, in the, in the dad's been home a whole lot more. There really is. And it's, it's actually a silver lining in two ways because my wife is so busy most of the time. Uh, she's a, she's a band teacher. So you don't just have the set, you know, the bell rings, the bell stops, 
and you grade papers and, and you kind of have your weekends free. She never has a weekend free because she's got band, marching band, color guard, concert band. She's constantly going well with the rest of the semester now going online. It's allowed her to spend a lot more time with our son instead of dealing with daycare and grandparents. And there's a lot of things that I've gotten to see now because I haven't been on the road that otherwise I would have missed. Um, he's starting to put words together and create sentences. He's starting to associate, you know, when he looks at something, be able to say, oh, yeah, that's the cat or, or that's a cookie or, or, you know, that's a door. And it's incredible to watch his mind pick up on things. And even funnier to hear him try to say words and you have to go, oh, God, that's not what that's supposed to sound like. So now, now when I'm around him, I have to act like I'm on mic all the time and be very, very careful what I say because he will repeat it. Um, and the kind of a funny story about that, I was having him at the office with me one day and he just exploded a diaper. And it was me and Terry Maddox in the office, and I'm trying to change him. And as I go to slide his diaper away from him, he threw his hand into it. Oh. So I immediately go, oh, man, now you've got <clears throat> all up in your fingers. And immediately he looked at me and just started repeating the word I said. And I'm going, God, his mother's going to kill me. And, Ter and Terry's falling out of his chair laughing. I don't blame him. That's funny. It is. It is amazing. It really, truly is what we're learning during this during this very strange, uh, strange period. Uh, Brian, we appreciate the time. We can't wait to see uh, what you guys have on Friday night at Williams Grove, and we can't wait to see when we get started back at the real racetrack. But uh, thanks for sharing some of what's going on with ASCS with us and and some of the things you're working your work uh, working your time through. Well, thanks for having me on. And of course, if you need information on the series, ASCSRacing.com. And oh, by the way, uh, Friday's race at Williams Grove will be streamed free of charge on racingboys.com. All right. Now, Racing Boys has done a nice job with their, uh, with their watch parties, too. I've enjoyed those watch parties. So uh, good to have a partner with those guys as well. It, it's been a lot of fun. I, I have to mute it because I cannot stand listening to myself. Oh, God, I hadn't thought about I'm, see, I'm the same way, and I hadn't thought about that, what it must be like. Yeah, I can't imagine that. That's, that's a good point. Good point. Yeah. It drives me crazy. Yeah. Brian, we appreciate the time. Thanks for joining us. Thank you very much. There we go. Brian Holbert from Lucas Oil, ASCS National Tour and ASCS across the board. Joining us here on Wing Nation. Stay with us. More in just a moment. Power isn't born. It's built over time. For over 65 years, Hercules Tires has been providing the muscle to move more drivers. Whatever the vehicle, whatever the terrain. And we back it with a powerful protection plan. So wherever the road or the trail takes you, we have the selection, value, and strength to get you there. Hercules Tires, ride on our strength. Welcome back. It is Wing Nation presented by Hercules Tires, ride on our strength. You know, Aaron, the world has changed so much. It was, it was what was it, six or seven months ago when at Knoxville Raceway, I was, I was showcasing my driving ability and one, oh, one of those mules. Remember yes. that? I don't know if you remember that. I uh, no no I'll always remember that it, it was somewhat traumatic. I will Some, not. Well, somewhat, the, yeah. the last time I ride with you in anything. There we go. Well, hey, you can get an HRP mule conversion kit because it's the absolute number one pit utility vehicle in sprint car and midget racing, and that is a custom mule conversion kit from HRP. It starts with a solid platform, dependable, and good-looking Kawasaki mule. It's customized and built 
for each customer specification. And Aaron, there are all kinds of options on these things. Oh yeah, you can get specific spots for generators, air compressor, shock and radius rod racks, amazing toolboxes and drawers, LED lighting, walk-on roofs, and more. HRP mule conversions perform outlast and maintain their value better than any other utility vehicle. HRP mules raising the standard again in pit utility vehicles. And you can find out more at www.hrpracing.com. That's hrpracing.com. And uh, the thrill of a lifetime for Aaron. Don't let her fool you with that ride. Time to look at the Sprint Car Hall of Fame and Museum birthday calendar. Uh, Leroy Van Connett birthday was uh, yesterday. Uh, coming up, Don Shepard and W.C. Bud Winfield. Uh, here today on Tuesday, Joey Chitwood and Earl Wagner and Aaron, one of the iconic cars and team owners in Pennsylvania, the birthday today of Al Hamilton. Boy, that red 77, that, that, that's one of the famous ones there in the Keystone State. It really, I, I mean, when I think back to all my years, even racing in Pennsylvania, I think I saw Raymer drive it, Deweese, a number of, of different guys. But that car was always one of the most good-looking, well-maintained, beautiful cars. Everyone dreamed of driving for Al Hamilton. Boy, they really truly did. As a 2003 inductee into the Sprint Car Hall of Fame, Al's career, Al's life, you know, a lot of people made a lot of stuff about, you know, that that because that was a that was a good looking, well maintained and, and well funded team. And everyone talked about, well, Al had this. Al started with nothing in yeah. Clearfield. That's coal country up in Clearfield. And he started a business where he was literally picking up the scraps of coal. OK, that's how he started. As this business grew he ended up so that he could buy some of the coal mines and then he got into the automotive business and the, um, and the, uh, and the land real estate business. So a self-made man was Al Hamilton. So, you know, when, when they talk about the funding, he put that sprint car, it was all his, it was all stuff that he had earned. And it's just, that's, that's part of the amazing story. When you look at his stats, um, Williams Grove, eight championships, over 80 wins, four national opens. And listen to this, Bobby Adams, these are some of the drivers. Bobby Adamson, Smokey Snellbaker, Jan Opperman, Lynn Paxton, Kramer Williamson, Mitch Smith, Stevie Smith, Keith Kaufman, ay, 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 Danny Lasoski, Johnny Herrera, Jeff Shepard, you mentioned Fred Raymer, Lance DeWeese, Greg Hodnett, Aaron Ott, the final driver to drive for him in 2011. Boy, that is a... You put that on the track for an A-Main, I-Racing or Real Racing, and you got yourself a winner right there. Yeah. That could be a starting lineup for a Knoxville Nationals right there, that list of drivers. It is unreal. So really, really cool. So celebrating Al Hamilton here on our Sprint Car Hall of Fame and uh, uh, birthday calendar, National Sprint Car Hall of Fame. They have the Priority Aviation $20,000 Knoxville National Fundraiser continuing on. Benefits uh, the completion of the Brian Clawson Tower. Uh, this year, Aaron, they're doing a little bit of a twist. 20000 to win but they've got some money, 10000 and 5000 for second and third. So really, really neat program that the Marshals and the Hall of Fame have put together. It is a neat program. And last year when they kind of felt like Lance was running away with it, they thought maybe they lost some donations. So like Richard and Jennifer Marshall do, they came up with another idea, second and third place, hopefully keep things moving. Absolutely. July 31st is the cutoff on it, www.sprintcarstuff.com. That's sprintcarstuff.com. Aaron, when I look back and I listen to the conversations with Terry McCarl and the conversation with Brian Holbert, it would be so easy for all of us, and, and, and many have, to 
to curl up in the fetal position and say, I quit, I give up, I'm time out, I'm done, I'm going to wait for this to end. But in both cases, with the ASCS and with TMAC, they are just razors at heart and they're, they're digging and scratching and clawing and trying to make something happen. Yeah, absolutely. I think that T-Mac said it the best. He said, we're racers, we're competitive, and they're getting innovative. I mean, that's what you have to do right now. Unfortunately, we've never dealt with times like this before. So to see T-Mac trying to come up with some secret race that hopefully we'll hear about soon, and then to hear about Brian, you know, whether it's starting this iRacing thing that he wanted to do the right way or working on tweaking the schedule going forward, it's just nice to see all the positivity. Yep, absolutely. Great hanging out with you. Great catching up with you, Aaron. I know. It was nice. Zooming into sprint car racing, that is for sure. Wing Nation Apparel is available at www.wingnation.com. You can follow along with us all the time on our Facebook page and group, also on Twitter, and also you can follow along with us on our YouTube page. Hey, while I'm mentioning that, um, Sprint Car Day, last Friday, okay? I woke up. I woke up. I said, man, I'm going to follow along with this. I'm going to respond to everybody. I'm going to do this. I'm going to do that. Sprint car fans, you blew it up. I mean, I'm still going through some of the posts to find out favorite drivers and, and where this, that, and the other thing. Um, on a social media perspective, Aaron, that was that was a lot of fun just reading some of the stories and sharing some of the stories. It was neat to hear people's first memories at a racetrack or first driver that they followed. It was neat. And unfortunately, we have all this time right now to, to look through social media. So it was a neat way to share our passion for the sport with our fans. Yes, we have all this time to look at it, but I still haven't got a chance to respond to all of it. Man, there was some great stuff there, and I'll see something, and I'll, I'll, I'll laugh and think about it. Just really, really neat stuff. We're going to be busy this week as we get back to somewhat normal. Coming up on Thursday, we have our podcast presented by Hercules Tires and Drydeen, and we're going to talk, continuing our conversation with various aspects of this. Ron Musselman from Maxim Chassis is going to join us, and Ron's got a great story, so we want to talk a little bit about that as well. And coming up on Saturday on Wing Nation, presented by Sage Fruit on MAV-TV. Christopher Bell joins us to bring us up to speed what's going on in all of his world. We appreciate you joining us here today. For Aaron Everham, I'm Steve Post. Thanks for joining us on Wing Nation presented by Hercules Tire. This has been the Wing Nation podcast. Find Wing Nation on wingnation.com, Facebook, YouTube, or your favorite podcast provider. The Wing Nation podcast is a production of the Motor Racing Network. All rights reserved. The order breakfast at the McDonald's drive-thru. Tell yourself you'll wait to eat it at work, but it smells way too good. So you eat it right there in the McDonald's parking lot meal. There's a meal for every morning at McDonald's. Right now, get any size iced coffee for 99 cents until 11 a.m. And pair it with your favorite breakfast sandwich or one of our tasty bakery treats. Price and participation may vary. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. McDonald's. I'm loving it. NASCAR season is here, and everyone on the Toyota racing team is doing their part to perform at the highest level. From driver Ty Gibbs to amateur musician Russell Viper, who's working on the perfect pre-race pump-up track for the team. Start those cameras up! Yeah! To accomplish greater things this year, everyone plays a part. Be part of the action at toyota.com slash racing. Toyota, let's go places. NASCAR is a registered trademark of National Association for Stock Car Auto Racing, Inc.